Hey guys and welcome back to yet another episode of Truthfully Ruth with your host here, Ruth Olubai. Guys, it's a new week and as promised, yet another episode. Thank you so much for engaging with me on the previous episode. Thank you for all the encouragement. Thank you for letting me know that you felt that those were important things for you to hear as you start your new year. Today, I want to just share with you guys some of the reflections that I've been having recently and just some of the things that I've been thinking about when taking stock of my life last year, taking stock of my life in general and what I want it to look like going forward. I hope that this episode is impactful for you and I hope that you leave here having something either new or you hear something again for the second time and you feel like it's a message that was meant for you. But in general, I hope that you just feel encouraged, empowered and enlightened by this episode. Sit back and enjoy. Today, I want to share with you guys about some reflections that I've had recently. By recently, I mean in the last few days because you heard from me last week. So firstly, I'm celebrating my small win of having two episodes back to back. It's a small thing, guys, but I always encourage you to celebrate your small wins because at the end of the day, they're what amount to our bigger wins. Anyway, back to the reflections I've been having. I saw this quote in the last few days and it really, really touched me. And it actually is what has inspired this episode today. The quote said that, If planning ahead is imperative, then looking behind is not negotiable. Let me say that again. If planning ahead is imperative, then looking behind is not negotiable. When we've started the new year, the last episode, I shared with you guys some of my thoughts on new beginnings and how to take advantage of them. But this week, I think I've been more reflecting on my past, my last year, my however many years I've lived on this earth. (laughs) And just trying to think of some of the things that... Maybe there are mistakes I've made, or as well, maybe there are things that I wish I knew earlier. Maybe there are things that life has taught me or reinforced in me. And the first thing is like, even now as I'm recording this, I'm watching a beautiful purple, pink, blue California sunrise. Don't be jealous, guys. Don't be jealous. (laughs) And in watching that sunrise, I'm reminded that every... Okay, how do I put this? I'm reminded that there'll be a new dawn. And every day has new opportunities. I think that's something that has really, really helped me in my life. I think it's something that has really encouraged me. Because to be honest, guys, we all go through difficult seasons in our lives. We go through stuff and we might feel like, oh my gosh, like, when is the end of this? You might be experiencing pain. Maybe it's heartbreak. Maybe it's the loss of a loved one. Maybe it's the loss of a job. Maybe it's just despair, you know? You want your life to be different. It's not shaping up. And you just feel like, oh... I'm such a waste and all of that. I want to encourage you to stay away from those negative thoughts. I want to encourage you to know that there's nothing that will bring you down. There's nothing that will overcome you in this life. And I just want you to have that kind of thought process. Sit and believe that everything meant for you will work out for your good. That doesn't mean that everything will be good. (laughs) No, it means that it will work together for your good. So take heart that it's a new day, it's a new dawn. And if today is is challenging, I won't say bad because there's no day that's bad really, it's challenging. Tomorrow offers a new day and a new dawn for you to have a second chance at life to get whatever you feel like you got wrong, right? Or just to be hopeful that things will be different. And in thinking like that, I think it leads to the acceptance of something that I accepted a few years ago, life is not fair. Why do I say life is not fair? Life is not fair because there are so many things in this world that you deserve you know 
I would like to believe that those listening to me, they are beautiful human beings. I believe everyone is a beautiful human being who is a good human being with some bad traits. I think that's how my thought process is. But nonetheless, life is not fair. Life will not deal you cards to your advantage. There are people who have lost a parent when they were young. They didn't deserve that. There are people who have just been born in struggling financial situations. They didn't deserve that. There are some people who also have been born into riches, have been born into wealth, have been born into just good opportunities or your parent is like a professor and so the university you want to go to, they teach them something like that and you get the advantage of their letter or your parent is an alumni in a university you really want to go to and it helps you get in. Case in point, guys, there are no two people who are dealt the same cards in life. Your situation might be similar to someone else, but it will never be the same because the experience you're having on this earth is unique to you. So, for example, Ruth, Ruth Olubai, she's having her own experience. And if you might sit and listen to me sometimes or if you know me, we might have conversations and you might think, wow, my life is so similar to Ruth's or it's the same. But it's really never the same, but it can be similar. And all of what I'm trying to say is that when you accept that life is not fair, then you're ready to deal with the cards that have been dealt to you in life. You're ready to look at them and say, okay, this is the position of where I am now. And okay, this is where I want to go. So going back to the power of new beginnings, you have your goals and your vision and your chart of how you want to achieve that. So being able to say, okay, I'm at point X now and I want to be at point Y. So for me to get to point Y, I need to do X, Y, Z things considering the situation that I'm in now. So I feel like the acceptance of the fact that life is not fair creates this mindset where you're ready to work with whatever comes your way every single day and you're ready to make the most out of it, which puts you in a position where you'll never give up because whatever comes your way, you already accept that it might be skewed against you, it might be skewed in your favor, but that's none of your business. You're going to work with it the way it is and you're going to get the most out of it. Another reflection that I've had recently is something that I believe firmly. No one owes you anything. Sometimes in this life, we get caught in this trap. And this might be with your family, with your lover, with a friend or friends, with even just your siblings. You think people owe you stuff. You think people owe you loyalty. They owe you love. They owe you truth. They owe you, you know, their time. No one owes you anything, guys. In this life, I think I look at it this way. Everything that someone gives me is a gift and I should be grateful for it. And that if you share with me your time, I don't take that as, yeah, you, I, yeah, I deserved your time. No, I don't deserve your time. I don't deserve anything from you, to be frank. And everything you give me, I'm grateful because at the end of the day, you thought about me and said, yeah, I think I want to spend that 30 minutes with Ruth or I want to call her today. And I'm not saying, guys, that you need to now accept anything, that you like someone and they are talking to you every four days and you're saying, yeah, wow, this is a gift, I thank God. <laughs> no, I mean, of course you have your standards and your limits and your boundaries, but all in all, don't expect um, things from people in a sense of they owe you that. No, have expectations based on who this person is to you and how that relationship works out to you. And another thing from a beautiful author, Brene Brown, who also like is a pioneer of vulnerability and just growing that like topic academically, she says that don't have sneaky expectations. And I believe that. Don't ever sit and say, so-and-so should know that I'm upset right now. Or so-and-so should know when I'm upset. This is an X, Y, Z is how that they, I want them to behave. Guys, part of being an adult and a responsible adult or that, as we touched on in the previous episode, is that you need to be aware of certain things. You need to be aware of your own emotions and self-awareness is very important. And in being self-aware, I always encourage people to communicate their expectations with others. 
Communicate your expectations with your partner. If you want your partner to do X, Y, Z things for you, tell them outrightly that when I'm upset, I don't want your opinions. I want you to just comfort me and I want you to be there for me. Or it can be a small thing like, Mom, when we're having an argument, please respect the fact that I'm not going to talk to you immediately, but I just need a few minutes and after that I'll be good to, I'll be good to go. By expressing to people what your expectations are, you're accepting that they don't owe you anything, so you're being very clear about what you want. But as well, you'll never ever be in a space where you're disappointed without them even knowing. Because if you're disappointed, they'll know they disappointed you because you've been clear about what you expect from them. So guys, please walk around remembering that no one really owes you anything. And also, while we are still on this point, I want to say things like love and loyalty are serviced. Not everyone might agree with this point, and that's fine. But let me start with love. Love, and I'm talking about romantic love in this sense. Romantic love is a choice. This idea of we fall in love, oh, it's very flawed. And I talked about this in one of the episodes, I think in season three, when we we're talking about books and I was talking about all, alo- all about love, sorry. Love is not, you don't fall in love. You choose to be in love. And even the person you say is the one, it's the one that you choose. So every morning, you service your love by looking at your partner if you live together and saying, I'm choosing you. Or if you talk on the phone saying, good morning, boo, like, yeah. And in your heart, you're saying, I'm choosing this person today. It's serviced in that when that person has annoyed you, you're choosing them by saying, okay, I want to fix this. When there's something that you have a habit, maybe it's a bad habit that's really affecting your relationship. You sit and say, I'm choosing you by looking to improve this. Or I'm choosing you by saying, okay, this behavior makes my partner feel X, Y, Z ways in a negative way. How can I change this? How can I improve this? So at the end of the day, love has to be serviced. If you're in a relationship, please know that you must choose that person every single day. Don't seek to think that, oh, I love them like six months ago and we got together. I love them even tomorrow. No, you must continuously choose them so that that love, you're servicing it every single day. And the same to loyalty. Just because I was loyalty today doesn't mean I have to be loyal to you tomorrow. No, it means that I was loyal to you today and tomorrow I'll be in another situation where I'll have the option to be loyal to you and I will be and I will stand with you even when it's uncomfortable for me or I will stand with you when it's inconveniencing to me. And that way you go servicing it and it's both ways. The same way someone else will stand for you when it's uncomfortable for them or it's inconveniencing is actually the better word. And it goes both ways, guys. As you service your love and loyalty to others, make sure that others are servicing their love and loyalty to you. Others, you might be caught in this space where you continuously service your love and loyalty to others and they're not doing it to you. So there's a gap in their situations where you'll feel... Like they're not serving you to the best of what you feel like you deserve. And then now you'll have an issue where conflict arises. And conflict resolution is a whole other chat that <laughs> I could do a whole episode on. Another thing that I want to talk about is the fact that unexpected seasons in life are guaranteed. And you need to just get uncomfortable in the unknown. Sometimes in life, I think we're often tempted to play it safe. You'll have like two job options. Maybe one is more challenging and one is cozier and easier and you'll be thriving. And you think, yeah, let me take that one. I want to play it safe. In a relationship, it's not serving you anymore, but you're thugging it out because you're scared of what does it look like to be single again? You're scared of being in the circle again. Huh? <laughs> you're scared if you'll, you know, shower and make it in time to the circle again. <laughs> because I think that, I don't know, when you play it safe, there's nothing much you're gaining. You're not challenging yourself and you're not seeking growth. So I'm encouraging you guys to 
be in situations that challenge you. Unexpected seasons in life are guaranteed. You'll be in between jobs in this life, maybe more than once, maybe once, maybe never. You'll be in between like choosing to stay in a relationship or not, to work it out or not. And there are different, of course, circumstances that impact these choices. But top, um, and I read this in the, um, what do you call this book? Happy Sexy Millionaire. People who tend to be successful in life, again, successful is subjective to what he, Stephen Bartlett, uses as the measure of success, which is like he talks about love, fulfillment, happiness, all of that. They are okay being in the unknown because a lot of growth happens in the unknown. In the unknown, you get to know yourself better. You get to engage with yourself and you get to just look at yourself and say, hmm, this is where I am. This is where I want to go. How can I get there? Am I okay just doing nothing? There are times my therapist tells me, the answer sometimes is to do nothing. Don't do anything. Just sit in that space for a while. And it will come to you, you know, what is meant for you. And especially, like, if you're religious, pray. Pray about it. Like, be in an unexpected space, but pray about it and say, God, here I am. Like, this is the space I'm in. I don't know what this season holds for me, but I know that all things will work for my good. So even when you're in an unexpected space, speak positively to yourself. Believe positivity. I mean, positive things are meant for you and that positivity will definitely pay off. Another reflection that I've been having recently is don't hold on to grudges. Guys, at the end of the day, people will always wrong you and they may see it and they may never see it. And that's also okay. You have to make peace with that. But nonetheless, forgiveness is such an important thing because when you don't forgive, it's a double-edged sword. You look at this person and you're thinking, I hate this person or I really dislike them or all of that. And it hinders a relationship that could be mended, could maybe be a cordial, whatever the situation might be. So that's one side of it. But the other side is you're the only one carrying that burden. You know, you are literally the only one carrying that burden. You will be so stressed, so annoyed, so so bitter about the situation and this person is going on with their lives they will maybe forgive themselves if they recognize that what they did was wrong or they might just say no i don't believe that and their life is moving on so what do you do then you're left there you've not forgiven them you're holding on to this grudge it's taking your time your emotional it's just taking so much from you so guys holding on to grudges does more against you than for you and in the end i'm a firm believer that things will sort themselves out because they always will i might have a grudge with you today in three years i might not um so why should i hold on to it now and hold on to it tomorrow and then i see you and i'm annoyed and i don't want to say hi to you and all of that when i can just forgive you and whether you see it or not that's not on me i'll have made peace with the fact that for me i let it go and i forgave you and life moved on because in that the healing begins and that's another reflection i've had that time heals all guys sometimes you might be in a situation where you feel like wow the kind of pain I'm feeling is so immense. And I keep referring to situations as I did earlier in this episode. It might be heartbreak. It might be the loss of a, a loved one. It might be a lot of things that you feel you're healing from. Childhood trauma. Whatever it is, guys, there's something powerful about time. And I used to hate this quote. I used to say, nah, this quote, like, ah, it's so cliche. It really isn't the truth. But several times in my life, guys, I can say, hand on my heart, time heals all. So... If you're trusting God or you're trusting to just recover from a situation, you're trusting to heal, you're trusting to be better. Because I think healing is pursuit of being better. Because when you heal, you don't hurt people. Because hurt people hurt people. And I know that saying people are like, oh yeah, sure thing, Ruth. But it's the truth. When you're hurt, you're going to hurt others. Intentionally or unintentionally. And I think that ruins the human experience. Because I believe the human experience is about 
experiencing the best in others and being able to take that best and apply it to your life and leave the bad stuff out. But I encourage you guys that time heals all wounds. So heal your wounds, you know, do whatever you need to do to heal these wounds. If you need to get into therapy, get into therapy, talk to people about it. Maybe your close friends, maybe your parents start pursuing what I'm saying, forgiveness. So and so really hurt me. Maybe it was in 2016 and 2023. Let me call them. Let me have a coffee. Let me say, you know what? You hurt me, but I will let it go. I have no problem with you. And you don't have to talk to them every day thereafter. But in your heart, you're free. And I think that there's nothing better than that freedom. And in that healing of your wounds, you're not going to have other people paying for the sins of others. And I think there's a beauty in that. Don't want to punish others in the name of someone else's sins. No. Forgive for those who have hurt you. And that way you have beautiful life experiences with even people you meet for the first time. Guys, your best will always be enough. And I'll say this one again. Your best will always be enough. My parents raised me on this. And I think it's the best thing they ever did. And I'll probably raise my kids on the same. There's nothing like perfection in life. You'll never be perfect. And things will never be perfect. And you cannot pursue perfection because it's it's not possible. But you can always give something your best. It can be your best shot, it can be your best attempt, it can be your best try, it can be your best effort. Give it your all. Everything you do, you go to work every day, maybe you work a 9 to 5, give it your all. You're there for those hours, you might dread it, give it your all. If you're a cleaner, clean to the best of your ability. If you're a student, study to the best of your ability. Focus, focus on the things that matter. You're in a relationship, be the best partner you can be. And that's something that you have to choose to do every day, guys. You can't have been the best yesterday and then you're not today and you don't care. And I'm not saying be the best in that, oh, you're the best compared to others. No, you're the best compared to who you were the day before, compared to who you were the year before. Give it your all because in pursuit of being a better human being, which is something I really advocate for, you have to know that you're willing to be in situations where you're going to give everything your all, even when it doesn't serve you, even when it doesn't service you, even when you might just be thinking, oh, I really don't want to. Give every situation your all because... When it's all said and done, you always want to know that you gave it your best. If you give your best and you don't pass an exam, it's fine. You can't kick yourself and say, oh, I really, if I studied maybe two more hours or if I did this. No, you gave it your all and it didn't work out because it wasn't meant to work out. If you gave your best in a relationship, which could be a friendship, could be romantic, whatever it is, and it didn't work out, it's not on you. You gave it your all, so wash your hands and move on. But at any point, if you say, I could have, I would have, I should have, you might regret that for a while. So guys, I'm encouraging you every day, wake up seeking to give life your all and your best will vary from day to day. Maybe you're feeling pain today, emotionally, physically. So your best is 20%. Give it that 20%. Tomorrow, maybe you're full well. You've had nine hours of sleep. You're fresh. You're happy. Everything is good in your life. Give it 100%. Because at the end of the day, those averages or those those like percentages sorry will average over time to be maybe like 90% which in turn might be the best you could have done that year that week that day so every time you do something guys be in pursuit of it to give it your all don't half us any attempt don't go into it saying mm, yeah i'm tired i'm not going to i don't care no always give everything your all and finally guys do the things you want and don't any, let anybody stop you including yourself. I wanted to start this podcast. It was scary. For a long time, I stopped myself with that fear. I allowed it to consume me. But no, it's what I want to do. So I'll do it. <laughs> Guys, if you don't want to post on social media, don't post. Do what you want. If you want to post, post. 
if you want to go for a solo location this year, plan yourself, put in the time, put in the money, go for it. At the end of the day, this life is too short. First to be sitting saying that, mm, I'm not going to do this for this person. Or I'm going to do this for this person. Guys, do things because you want to do them. And they're serving you as a human. They're serving your higher purpose on this earth. And they're putting you in a position where you feel you'll be better off doing it than not doing it. And sometimes they don't have a reason. I love to spoil myself. And those who know me know that. <laughs> so I can wake up today and decide that I need a new phone case. Mm, well, I don't necessarily need it, but I want it and I'll buy it because I can. And I think that that's how I govern my life. Okay, I want to go on a trip in six months. Let me plan for it. Let me save for it and I'll go on the trip. Because I think sometimes when we allow ourselves to limit ourselves or allow others to limit us, we live such an unfulfilled life. And that's why there are quotes like, oh, like many people died like at 40 but are buried at 70. Because you stop living life. And live life for you guys. Don't live for anyone. At the end of the day, it's your life. You are born alone, you'll die alone. Don't live to satisfy anyone. Don't let anybody change you. Don't let anybody make you something or someone you're not. Be who you are and be proud being who you are. Because at the end of the day, those who live their truth will actually achieve whatever purpose they have on this earth. But those who live for others, they'll die lacking a lot. And they might die or on their deathbed, look back and say, hmm, I wish I did more of things that I wanted to than things people wanted me to do. That's it from myself for today, guys. And until next time, stay focused, stay happy and stay smiling. I love you guys.